What is up, guys? Welcome back to the Pez Universe podcast. It is episode seven of our now long-running podcast series. Uh, I, of course, joined by the uh, love of Irishman to my left, which is the Midnight Kid. What is up, Wes? What is up? I'm not too bad, man. I'm not too bad. Good, I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm good. Uh, Villa, Villa have qualified for the player final. All is right with the world. Uh, man United finished sixth, so it's definitely all right with We're the world. We're not talking about that tonight. <laughs> We're definitely not. We no. are actually... Nope. We are joined to our right, as you have uh, just heard him uh, butt in, as he always does. No, uh, we, <laughs> you've, uh, you've been joined by uh, Max Elfingstone, a.k.a. the Nando's King. Nando's, very good evening to you. Good evening, everyone. Um, I'm dabbing, so just in case I <laughs> <laughs> That has become a trope. Ever since Barcelona, yeah. that has become a trope. Every time he appeared on live cameras in Barcelona, you just see him do the slowest dab in world history. That's the trademark. It's just out of fashion now, so I've got to think of something else. Yeah, I was going to say, you'd have to do like a Fortnite dance or something to kind of... You need to keep up with Jesse Lingard. He'll have you up to date. Yeah, Jesse Lingard. Turning the Emirates into a dance floor. Pretty beautiful. Um, Yeah, so basically, guys, what what we're going to... I'd say like to discuss with, obviously, where we are recording. At a time of recording, um, the eFootball Pro kind of finals day uh, is coming to an end this weekend coincides with my der- birthday so happy birthday to me <laughs> uh, but uh, it is coming to an end this weekend um, and I just kind of wanted to really get your thoughts on, on kind of how how you perceive their event how you perceive their, their kind of presentation and uh, more importantly as well who do you, you think is going to take it in the end so uh, I'll probably defer to defer to uh, Barry first alright Wiz put me on the spot I thought we were going to ask Nando's first so then I could just copy what he was going to say because he is the expert on co-op but um, no bother, man. I'll jump in. I mean, presentation-wise, I think it's been really good. I love watching all the different teams because you have different play styles with different teams that you're playing with. I think Yas and Eldridge have, playing as Celtic have been unbelievable to watch. They've, like, really... I kind of try and emulate the way I play with my brother, um, like, the way that they play. So, like, tight and defensive at the back, hit them on the counter-attack, you know, leave no kind of second chances for the opponents to score. I mean, I thought they had a really good game against Monaco a couple of weeks back. Um, that was probably my favourite match that sticks out to mind for me. But yeah, I've been really enjoying it. I've watched most of the match days. I think the co-op aspect of it is is a brilliant idea as well. Um, in terms of winning and winning the whole thing out, or if there would be any upsets or whatever, uh, I'm inclined. I mean, Monaco have been unreal. I mean, you know, Osmakable has is just he's so good at the game. Um, he kind of was very unlucky in that match day against Celtic, even though Celtic were really good. They just kind of frustrated him a little bit. I thought he was really good. I'm expecting a big performance out of Monaco himself and Lafay, but I do think that it's going to go down to Barca and Celtic. And obviously, Pau and Alex uh, for Barca have just been banging in the goals. They look so consistent every week. Um, but yeah, I think just with the momentum, momentum that Celtic has, I think it's going to go down to Barca and Celtic. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that Celtic are going to do it. I think they have the momentum behind them. I think they've played really, really well together. I think it's going to go down to them and Barca, and it's a coin toss between them. But just for sake of picking someone, we're going to go with Celtic because they're closest to me as well, and I do support Celtic. So, yeah, we'll go with Celtic. I love their fucking passion, man. Like I just love <laughs> when they when they when they play. Like they look like they're enjoying themselves. They kind of like Yas Yas always looks like he's kind of trolling. I don't know. It's like he always has a mischievous <laughs> smile on his face. So. Um, I'm sure. I'm sure he was pulled to one side. No, he wasn't. But it would have been <laughs> funny because he, he just stumps his chest at any given opportunity. I um, just think they're but, so funny playing together. Like they're really, like they're really, they're a really good team. Do you know that kind of way? 
there's no bias there whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Max, uh, your your opinions on 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 what you've seen from from eFootball Pro and, I, and and their their uh, their production? Definitely think Celtic. So definitely Austin and Eldridge. Um, uh, like Barry said, every time I play co-op, because I play a lot of co-op as well, and when I when I win, I run around my house like Ed Eldridge is <laughs> in the in the Emirates. <laughs> Everyone's like, well, what's, "What's this guy doing? He's just running around the house." But um, yeah, definitely them. They play a lot. They play the best football. They play. They they they're definitely going to win. <laughs> oh, that, that's very confident here. That is committed. Yeah. Now this is at time of recording, so this is this is before the tournament. So yeah. if if Max, so here, here's, the, here's the second take. So I think the other team is going to win. <laughs> Definitely, one hundred percent, they're going to win. That's a good. That's a good cover. It's seamless. That's, that's no problem yeah, at all. We, we've got that. So obviously, from, from the two of you guys, as we as we know quite prominently, I mean, I, I know from from playing co-op with Max. Obviously, Max is primarily a co-op player. Obviously, we know from from Barry from from your instances, you know, co-op is at the heart of what you do in, yeah. in terms of PES content. So where where do we really, you know? Uh, and I suppose this is probably an in-depth chat for this. Where do we really see co-op going in, in the next in the next instalment of PES? Do we see it as kind of being more expanded, where you know they they have more different kind of ladders? Do they have a you know a two v two system, a three v three system? Do we get rid of the dreaded one v com? Do we do we get you know do we get more scope for for what they're doing? You know, does that reach into PES League? Does it reach into eFootball Pro? Where, where do we see it going, guys? That's 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 my my kind of opening yeah. gambit, and I'll let you guys run with that. Go on, Max. I'll give um, you the floor. <laughs> thank, you, thank you. So I'm more of a my club cop there, and mm-hmm. it's frustrating when you come up against normal teams because I feel sorry for because they want to practice for normal teams and they want to play with normal teams, and then they come up against these superstar six-star squads with like purple players, featured players. Mm-hmm. I think we definitely need to split up the normal teams from the My Club teams. Mm-hmm. Um, also, the dreaded con. Nobody wants to come up against con. Yeah, no. That's <laughs> the worst thing in the world. It's like you lose like 50% of them, you win 50% of them. Also, experience points for My Club players would be very good as yeah, well. Yeah, that's a big thing. Mm. Mm. I think... And the fact you lose contracts... I understand you lose contracts for the six players, 12 players that you play, but you need to get experience points from those players. Because it also... Because when you play with those players in my club, if you go to their stats, the stats show up based on them on co-op stats and 1v1 stats. So the, I do that. The I had seen that. Yeah, so if you scored... Just say you got Ronaldo. Ronaldo scores a hat-trick. First game, you go and check the stats. He said he scores a hat-trick. Wow. So okay. Well, that's, that's that's an interesting. See, now that's something that me and Barry would have missed. So I'm glad we've got the co-op expert in the house. Exactly. Um, exactly. Because that that's something that had completely passed me by. I didn't realise that I, they they totaled up both uh, both stats together. Also, the um, I don't know if it would be a good idea, but team strength. Maybe you have like a five star, and then you can search, like you do in one v one search by team strength. So some people might want to play with silver balls instead of coming up against these wonder teams. Yeah, because I, I think they they have they have a because I know they have some type of search field where it says same level only. But mm, again, yeah. it, if, you're, if you're if you're to, with the greatest respect to most card players, you're going to be playing with five star <clears> teams regardless. Yeah. You're not gonna, you're not you know unless you make a you know a conscious decision to go in with we're all going to play with all silvers. 
you're yeah. not you're not going to get a game because yeah. everyone will go and play with their superstar yeah. players. They'll go and play with their 101 weighted rated Mbappe. They'll go and play with their yeah. you know uh, you know rated 100 Messi. You know they'll they'll go and play with those teams. I mean Baz, you've you've had a lot of experience of playing Michael of Co-op as well. Yeah. But, you know what's what's your what's your take on it? They just need like there's as Max said there. I definitely agree with a lot of that stuff. Even the the training up of players and stuff in co-op is something that's overlooked. I think because if if like me, I think I've played less than three hundred games one v one, and mm. about a thousand co-op. So when I'm sitting down to play co-op, only for it gets me so much GP. There's no yeah. real other reason. Like you're not going to train up a squad. You're not going to be able to develop a team just playing co-op mm. especially because I play I play like couch co-op with my brother so he's like a guest user mm. um, so we're just using the full, like one full squad we're not using like six players off one squad and six off another or whatever um, so you've got like 18 players 18 of my watch. players 18 contracts Jeez. so no the money is the GP is good I think I get about 6,000 GP a win so it, it is it's like it's way better than playing 1v1 especially because I'm not that good at 1v1 to be honest um, so I kind of like let him carry me in co-op so <laughs> I definitely think the co-op or the com playing against the com is my biggest one I know we put up that poll which I won by the way Yeah, and we know, haven't I actually know. I'm glad you reminded me there Max because we God haven't come it. up with some sort of forfeit for that but I'll, I'll put my put my mind to it now my sick sadistic mind onto something I'll to, um, I'll, I'll, I might have to dig out the reindeer onesie and stream it in yeah, like there's something, May. there's something there's something building in my head now an idea but we'll 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 let it go for now but um yeah the com the com is my biggest one because there's nothing worse than playing two or three matches in a row and they're good games and you might win or you might lose but they're enjoyable yeah. games and then you just play against the uh, 99 level 99 with two coms and it's like what are you doing with your life like just sort it yeah. out and it's it's not even fun as max said it's 50 50 no matter how good you play or how bad you play it's kind of like flipping you know flipping a coin whether you're going to whether the ai is going to be superstar or legend difficulty or they're going to be stupid so i think i think one of the ways they could potentially get rid of the, the 1v com element is is that i mean and again this is just something that's maybe just came into my brain but i know how they have the clan matches and the casual matches it might just be a case that when you have the clan matches that you can't ready up with like if you go into a clan match where you're you're just setting up a room you can't start a game unless you've got more than one person because i know they do that with the pez league i mean me and max have experienced that before where you know we we've not saying that we've tried to to do it but we we've kind of been there kind of over eager trying to press x waiting for one of us to come into the match room and it'll go oh you you can't start off with more than one person yeah because then that way then what that then does is then if they are doing the whole, oh, well, we, we want to play co-op, but we want to try and play on our own, they're then kind of almost corralled into the, you can play with casuals, and, yeah. that, and, yep. that's, and that's your avenue. Maybe that's a way to solve it without trying to take the whole one versus come out of it. Maybe that is a way around it. But I suppose, again, even with that, the pitfall with that is, is that they can easily put a guest user in and then yeah. DC, which again is something that we've exactly, yeah. seen. Because people, um, people, people like basically play comp or play co-op some people play co-op as they would play 1v1 except that they've got two almost psychic teammates that are controlled by the com that like you can't intercept sometimes they've slid you know they've they've intercepted the ball before you've even turned and have made a dribble because the com just know where you're going to go so it's kind of like they're thinking they're too secure like they're like uh, an airbag for the two for the person that's playing and they give themselves a better chance of winning. And then they obviously get more GP for winning as well because it's, it's co-op. They're playing by themselves. So, yeah, I get what you're saying there. It is it is It would be nice if, 
for the people that genuinely want to play with the com and don't want an advantage that's fine but it's mostly people that are playing with the com that want the advantage so they're not going to go into a lobby that they're just going to be playing one other person and two comms um at least that's what i would say and and they have their white balls on the bench yeah which means they're just it's just, it's like, it can't be fun to play one. It can't be fun playing with the com. No, I can't. Like, why would you even they, bother? They, like, they, they they don't know what com they're gonna get. They're gonna get superstar com, legend com, or they might get like amateur com. Yeah. I tell you what. I tell you what. That'd be a good way to do it. Randomize the level of AI they get. Because then imagine then they they roll in there and they get beginner AI. <laughs> but sometimes sometimes the AI as Max said sometimes the AI when you're yeah. playing against com is like it's nearly yeah. it's like professional like and then sometimes it's like legend difficulty. It mixes yeah. like it's it's not always unbeatable. Um, yeah. Which is it is it is was as you said it is if there was some sort of pop up on the screen you were playing with amateur com that would be funny all right. Whereas yeah, like you're going to get absolutely railed here by these two boys because you're playing with the com as a kind of a punishment. Russian roulette. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that's it. If you were to randomise it, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, we've detected you. You're playing with one. That means you're so good that you only need beginner difficulty. <laughs> like, so you can carry the calm instead of the other way around for a change. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I mean, also... it says it says Max having to carry me in in Pez League. I'll tell yeah. you that. <laughs> Only saved a penalty. That's the only penalty. Um, yeah, yeah, and and then and then it got recut on the highlight reel to not look like it was Max's penalty save. But he doesn't gripe <laughs> yes. about it. He doesn't mention no, it. Never talk about. He it. never mentions it. <laughs> Don't tell nobody a word. It's only the sixty-four time day. I've heard <laughs> it. Oh, that was that was good fun. Good that times. That, good that times. Trip. Really good fun that trip. There is one other good thing that would be good in co-op if you were able to pick the players you want. Yeah. In because when you play with like two or three people. Most of the time, it's very uneven. So the other day, I was playing with two other people, and we'd have like six defenders on the bench and seven strikers. And he was like, "Well, great." <laughs> yeah, do you know how to? You can actually, you know how to. You, you know, can trick. You can, you can, can trick, trick it. Yeah. I. It's the goalkeepers. You stick all oh, that. You stick six yeah. goalkeepers or seven goalkeepers. You just stick your but, lowest rated players that you don't want to drag through. They always pick the highest yeah. rated players per position. So. If you don't have a, if you don't like, just say I have Salah, who's like a right winger, and he's like ninety four. Yeah. It won't pull in, say your right winger who's ninety three. Well, that's yeah. the way it works, like, but it doesn't always work a hundred percent. But that's how yeah. you do it. But then, if you had like an option where you like, ch- like choose your seven players you want to play with. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And then yeah. you can go into the court mode. Yeah, I yeah, agree. Yeah, because then it adds an element of tactics to it. Then, because then you're yeah, talking yeah. it through with your teammate and going, okay, well, we'll have him for this position. We'll have him for that. Yeah. Do you want to bring in Adriano, or do you want to have Ronaldo in instead? Yeah. You know, you can, you can, you know, it adds a then a, a more tactical element to it. And I suppose yeah. maybe to kind of reach onto a different point, we, I know that we 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 spoke a lot about kind of simulation and and arcade feels and you know very much pick up and play types of deals. But you know, how how does Pez go from how does Pez I suppose rein it back in from the kind of arcadey feel that it's had? And rein it back into kind of more of the simulation that it it always was as a as a kind of the heart and soul of the game. Um, you know, I know that, that that's a completely left field point that I've just dragged in there, but <laughs> you know, how how does it how does it become more of a simulation than it is the arcade? Because at the moment it's far more skewed to an arcadey type of feel. You know. Yep. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, I was going to say discuss. Yeah, they probably need to. I think nowadays in like the current game and climate, we're not ever going to get 
unless somebody else comes into the market. I don't think we're ever going to get like a, a dark. I always compare Dark Souls or whatever, like a Dark Souls esque football game where you know there's a button to to first touch it. There's like everything's timed, everything's contextual or whatever. You're not going to get that now. It's always going to be a mix between casual pick up and play and mastering the small things in it to set you apart. Like if you're able to shoot in a football game, it doesn't matter whether you're playing FIFA or PES. Like if you know positioning and stuff from playing football games for a couple of years, you're going to be able to pick up a copy of PES or FIFA year on year on. It's not going to change like that much drastically. So I do think that they need to I think the pace, just to answer your question, I think the pace is the is the key. I mean, I know people talk about making the pitch smaller or bigger depending on whatever game they play or whatever, or the, the player is bigger on the pitch. Um, like, for the ball phys- physics and stuff, I think that they're phenomenal this year in Pez, but I think yep. it's the actual, like, the flight of the ball, the physics, all that is really good. But I think when the ball hits off a player, whether it's, like, a header or whether it's... Like, one example is kind of you're talking about simulation you're saying oh the ball when it's in the air it looks absolutely beautiful and then you look and Cristiano Ronaldo is literally got Van Dijk on his back and Van Dijk can't get out to header it you know that animation where he gets stuck behind the the centre forward and it kind of is like what what is this like you know what like if that was real life you'd either give away a foul or you should have the option to be able to just bust out through him or whatever Um, Mm. so yeah I, I do think that I think if it was me, obviously, selfishly, I'd like more simulation than arcade. Um, but then at the same time, I do like when I like to, oh, I like sitting down and, and kind of spraying the ball around as well. So it's kind of a it's kind of a hard one. I mean, are you ever going to be able to get it perfect to the point where when you pick up and play it with Barcelona, you're going to be passing, you know, 70, 80% completion as they would in real life? Yeah. Compared to somebody, whereas if you pick it up with with somebody shit like Aston Villa or someone like that, you know you're not going to be able to pass the ball that well because they're shit. Cheeky you know, um, but Cheeky no, but bastard. like you're not going to have the same standards. Or I could even <laughs> oh, no, I could even yeah, throw I mean, in Manchester United at this stage. Exactly. Just, you know, I was just about to say you're you're throwing shade at Villa in the yeah. final. They probably saying. beat United at the moment in the two leg. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. It's it's it is a hard it is a hard one to balance because. Do you make it too simulation then where it's like you can't pass the ball with certain players and certain players in my club become obsolete because they just don't have the base stats and it's so defined by that. But that yep. shouldn't that be shouldn't that be something that's there though? Like it, I know we talk constantly about uh, and I'll I'll get Max's opinion on this. I know we talk about player ID. You know, we we seen it a lot, Max, when we were playing with PSG about Neymar and his first touches and Cavani yeah. the way he holds up the ball. Mm. Do you not think it's a case that you know for, for you know you shouldn't have the likes of Thiago Silva, for example, who can kind of pass blindly and just have it land at a player's feet? Should there not be a, a, a margin for error where you've got to actually, you know, in a, in a you know in a real world football situation, players would have to set their feet and actually get the ball under control rather than just having a kind of lack of a better term ping pong passing style where you can just play three or four or five passes. And you've gone from goalkeeper to forward to a goal. You know, should we have yeah. that level of error, or should we? Should should it be a case that you just have everybody can actually do what they they can? I think it's down to the passes of this as well, because yeah, that's a massive like, factor. That because you could have pass support free, and you have some bronze ball, white ball passing like Iniesta down the middle, mm. just press triangle through ball. So 
the player ID doesn't really matter in that way because you play different passports, is my opinion. So, so I'll, I'll open it up then. Do we do we get rid of pass? Do we get rid of passports and we kind of take it to a FIFA level where it's I'm, manual, manual, semi-assisted? I'm back to the original days where you had assisted, then you had like one bar, two bar, three bar, four bar, five bar, six bar. I think that's how it was. If you, <laughs> we, you we need that? shales. We need shales. Yeah, yeah shales. Need... shales is the man by. <laughs> I, I do remember you could choose manual, semi-assisted, and assisted. I think there was like bars in between assisted and semi-assisted, but that's but that's what I'm saying. Do you think it should be a case that we get rid of this PA one, PA two, PA three, and instead just take it to a more simplified? Because I know they do it with shooting. Because on shooting you've got basic, advanced, and manual. That's it. Yeah. There's no like oh there's basic or the you know there's uh, there's SA one, SA two, and SA three. It's just and 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 they've got varying degrees and varying kind of success rates depending on what you do. I obviously do a lot of manual shooting. I try yeah. tinkering with advanced shooting as well. Tended to find as well with manual sh- with the advanced shooting, you get a lot more dipping shots, which is quite weird. But I don't. I think that might just be the players I'm using. But the the, the do we simplify? It? And I think we should simplify it because. And I know we we made a kind of very similar <laughs> point where people talk about pass assists and 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 Pez league and and all these other things. And and it's always the question that comes up. It's always the you know whenever I'm streaming, it's oh what pass support are you using? Yeah, it's like, Irish. It's it's huge. And instead, why can't we just go to a system of going? Do you play assisted? Do you play semi? Or do yep. you play manual? I think that would sort a lot. I wouldn't say it'd sort a lot of things out, but you'd certainly instead of it having a oh well he's got an advantage because it's PA three. You instead just yep. go oh well he's playing assisted. It's the same. Yeah. Yep. Because I think there's too much of a distinction between one, two, and the three at the moment, and it's hard for people yeah. as well to decide on like a pass assist because some people just want to sit down after a hard day of work and they just want to be able to spray the ball around with fucking the best players in the world. Like they don't want to, you know. Like and I know that that's 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 something that I don't personally agree with. But from talking to people that kind of want pass assist like to stay as it is. And it's hard to change their minds as to why. Like, it doesn't need to be as assisted. But some people do actually genuinely like um, doing exactly what they want to do all the time. And I don't think that football games should be like that. I think that silly things should happen every now and again. Because even if, like, uh, last week on the podcast I was saying some people want Mbappe. Even if he's, like, 99, 99 finishing. Some people want that if they get even a half a chance with him through on goal and he doesn't finish it, the game is shit because he didn't finish it. But it's like Mbappe doesn't score 100 goals out of 100 chances. So it's kind of like, it's the same with the pass assist. Like, some people just like sitting down and being able to pass the ball around with, you know, yeah. Pogba or whoever, like Modric or whoever, and just be spraying them around and just think that they're like Pirlo reincarnated on the pitch. <laughs> Whereas other some people that play manual then are like, no, I want to, I want to literally like, know every blade of the grass and the weight of the pitch. Like it's kind of it's finding that balance. It's hard. It is a hard one to to judge, really. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I mean, I know that that the kind of the the older argument, or at least I can't remember where I saw it, but the the older argument of having the the kind of PA one, two, and three was was accessibility for the game. Yeah. But I think when it comes to stuff like where, where me and Max are playing, for example, we're playing Pez League, and that's 
you know, when you see people, the first thing they do on their game settings is is go to PA2 or PA3. You know, most people go to PA3, and you're like, oh, well, that that's not really that's not really for accessibility, is it? You know, that's that's a you're seeking not seeking advantage, but you're you're trying to make as little errors as possible. Yeah, and and I think maybe even from a from a from a, an esport level, maybe it's a case you go actually, guys. We're gonna we're gonna make it a PA one. I know for uh, from from previous discussions I've had with with certain people that they've said, well, actually, we you know we don't even want to do that because if you you know you you want to show the game in the best light when you're yeah. broadcasting it, and, and, and which is fair, yeah. you know, it's, it's fair. You want to you don't you know you don't want to see uh you know a boring nil nil because people are playing a manual passing, you know, you want to see goals, you want to see drama, you yeah. want to see, you know, you want to see kind of impacts. You don't want to see you know, people bumbling around because they're 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 playing a manual. So, yeah. and I think I think Pesley can be difficult from that stance because whenever Pesley put out a tweet, you see the same people that go after it going, "Well, this isn't real esports. They don't play manual." Yeah. And it's like, I understand the gripe, but at the same time, you, I suppose maybe from, uh, you know, from a particular level, they have to see the bigger picture in, in the how much it affects. I suppose. Yeah, and it's it's like a thing as well, just to get in there with that. It's like people, I think people have this expectation nowadays, and I know it's something you've definitely touched on in the podcast ways of this like instant gratification of mm. what they yeah. want. And if they don't, if it's not what they want, and I won't even go into spoilers, but like with Game of Thrones at the moment, some people mm-hmm. aren't happy with Game of Thrones at the moment the way it's gone, and yeah. they're getting so like upset over what isn't happening and what they thought was going to happen and predicted what was going to happen or whatever i'm not going to get into spoilers because it wouldn't be fair but um it's the same with pez every year people build it up in their head that it should be this way and it's like oh i remember back in pez 3 when i used to be able to sit down and play 500 games you know or 600 games more than i do nowadays and it's like yeah but like you're going back to a time in your life when you didn't have responsibilities maybe you didn't you know you probably thought differently about games there wasn't as many good games out. Some might argue that there was better games, whatever. But well, you're going back to a t- you're going back to a time where, like, I, like when they put out that the player could move on like an eight angle axis. Yeah, and they put it so out that, when that online wasn't a, wasn't the focus of what they were building the game for. Do you know, it, it, like a, when a game games were being developed before, like even Grand Theft Auto and those types of games, they were developed for this needs to last three or four years before we make the new one for a guy sitting at home playing or else playing with his buddies like it it wasn't every single thing that I do on the game is going to be up on Twitter like ridiculed if it's shit do you know what I mean because like look at No Man's Sky as you've mentioned before in the podcast Wes that was dead on arrival like you know what I mean because people were just absolutely slaughtering it on social media if that came out 10 years ago who knows you know what I mean it's it's different times like and people want what they want and if it's not what they want and I'm not being the voice of like shut up and shut up and shut up and eat your cookies i'm not being like that because (laughs) i i'm not i'm not 100 percent happy where pez is at the moment i definitely think that there's massive room for improvement on it but at the same time i'm under no illusions as to i'm under no illusions that my club is a big focus now like i'm under no illusions that the online side of gaming has changed every game in the world not just pez whereas there's some people that just refuse to accept that so where do you you know what do you actually say to those where'd guys? Where do you draw the where do you draw the line? Yeah. I suppose. Well, suppose I think social. I think social media. Sorry, I think yeah. um, social media is a big factor because 
the Odapez. Odapez is like the previous games. They're all friends, hang out with friends. There was no Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And just played along friends. I'm sure that those games had way more bugs than this game now. But because you're blinded by the past, it just feels like, oh, this game's rubbish now. And then one person says on Twitter, somebody posts a video saying, oh, look at my goalkeeper running into this or the goalkeeper bounces or something like that. Yeah. And then that's it. Everyone, And then people start picking up those little things. I, I'm, I'm guilty of it myself. Like, I'd some video somewhere saying oh look what my defender did and I'd watch it I'm like oh that's awful this, this game's and then I'd, I'd get on the game and the same thing happens to me I'm like oh this is just put the control down turn the game off <laughs> I suppose that's the thing but, then where, where, do, where do we where do we draw the line for for how Konami go forward because I know we, we you know uh, we've mentioned before about how they go in a million you know they have to go in a million different directions in yeah. the sense of they have you know a million and one different opinions on Twitter yeah, where do they find a clear line to go down? Like, there's, nothing... and there's no, there's no way that they can find a clear no. path because they're going to annoy no, somebody. They can't. They're always going to upset I... some people. Like. Yeah. There's not one game out at the moment where someone says this is the best game ever, yeah. and everybody that maybe Spider Man is the only one I can think that I haven't seen anyone really complain about. Yeah, mm. but like Red Dead bored the arse off me like towards the end of it. Yeah, and it was like it was it was an unbel- it's an unbelievable game and the online aspect and that had problems, but it was you know five years in development or whatever like it was it was insane but at towards the end of it i was kind of like it's kind of the same old same old like i've played 50 games like this where i'm you know going around controlling a character like this you know the shooting is similar to grand theft auto or it's similar to division or you know whatever game um so i don't know it's It's, it's, it's a hard it is a hard place to go like it's the same thing as films as well, like movies in the in the cinema. Like you have like Avengers, and everyone's like, "This is amazing!" So everyone loves it. And then you have a film like Justice League. Yeah, it's not a great film, mm. but because everyone hated on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, nobody watched it anymore. So yeah. it's gonna be the same, whatever media. Well, I suppose I suppose when you when you look at it, and, and just to touch on that point that, that Max made, I think when you when people look at things in terms of things that have happened pretty, you know, like in terms of games, in terms of movies, in terms of everything that's gone before, I think they tap into their own nostalgia, but I think it's not just nostalgia. I think it's memories of things. It is. Yeah. So for example, I, I, I was at home the other day and I, I, I don't know why I was, I was on Netflix and I just kind of stuck on Reservoir Dogs because I hadn't watched it in a while. Classic. And I watched it back and granted, yeah, it's a classic movie. When you watch it back though, boring as fuck yeah it has an eight, and it, I'm it, like, there's so many better movies out since then and like. I'm like I'm like what is like it's like it's one movie shot in a warehouse and and, and yeah that's that's it and but I'm at like, the time at the time it but was, the time it was revolutionary it was so at the time good. it was it was it was awesome but when you look at it you're just like this is shit like yeah but like on a, on a similar Steve point, who I love, on I, a similar I, point, like, could you imagine, right? If just just say we were in a, we could go in a time machine where we could take what social media is now and internet and fiber and all that and like playing online, yeah. and we could go back and Pez Six is coming out next week. Like all our fond memories, like I have unbelievable fond memories of yeah. Adriano with his left foot, like absolutely destroying my schoolmates or my friends, and you know, like getting him yeah. angry or whatever could you just imagine him online nowadays in the current or Roberto Carlos playing him as a striker like it's just kind of people mm. have all these as you said Wes nostalgic kind of memories yeah. 
but they don't they're not it's easy to compare this year's Pez and last year's Pez to like a game back you know 10 years yeah, ago we, and we say we see it all the time though like we see that all the time we see people go oh do you know what I remember when it was Pez 4 and it's Pez 5 and, and, and I remember these memories and it's like great that those are compartmentalized you know if we if we if we even took social media and plonked it in the times of those games you'd see a you'd see a complete reverse thing of you'd see the fifa devs devs getting absolutely trashed and you'd see pez guys being lauded as like the the lord saviors i suppose maybe i don't know whether this would be a nice a nice little closer because uh, this is a question I've just I thought of just off the off the bone piece because I tend to I tend to kind of think of stuff like this. So I'll ask Max this first. So what is your greatest gaming memory? Now it doesn't have to be oh God, pets. it can be good. any game. Or what's your, what's, what's your what's your one thing that sticks in your memory of of something that you played during your life and what was the story behind it? Because that has to be something. <laughs> no, that has to be something. We're going very me. deep here. No, but yeah, exactly. No, but, no, I know, but it's a good little closer because it's I, like great gaming memories. I mean, I'll I'll start if you like. I'll, I, I can I, start. No, oh, I, no, come on, come he on. asks you I, a question, Max, and then he's like, oh, yeah. "I'll actually answer yeah. if you want." I'll actually answer for it. Don't worry. I'm on the couch now, Wed. Let me talk. <laughs> um, oh, it, hmm. it's got. I think it has to be. I, I remember. Play in pairs in like school. I used to bring the PS PS two into my school, and we'd like have massive tournaments in like in like the sixth form, because the teacher would be like, "Oh, I feel ill today," and then he left his door open and he left like a TV in the room, so you like stick stick the Scott plug in the back and stuff. <laughs> you get the PS two out. And even okay. memories, we used to have a little like trophy as well, where me and a couple of friends used to always go to each other's house like every Friday after school. So it'd be like a trophy and. This is so sad, but they used to engrave like our names. That's brilliant. <laughs> so, like, no, no, that's no, class. Really, that's brilliant. That's brilliant. And I love it. We'd be there from like, and it'll be like five or six of us, and then uh, that got a bit boring. Then it, the numbers started dwindling off, and it was like, oh, we got lives now, girlfriends and stuff. Like, seriously, let's go. And then what we started doing was become. Um, this has turned into more than one memory, but. <laughs> It's linked into the big memory. I remember the time when there used to be three of us and we used to try to win the World Cup of England back in about 2003, 2004. Nice. Nice. That was the old International Cup that is, yeah? To play the Cobb on legend mode. Nice. And also the the memory of someone in the classroom having um, a memory card that fought the kids. Oh yeah, that, that, those are always those are always those are all gold dust. They were. That'd if you could ever get hold of somebody with a with a memory card that had all the kits on, you were set. Best friends for life, then. So exactly. but, also, um, Digimon, I really like the Digimon. Uh, Digimon, yes, God. yes, epic <laughs> shout out for Digimon. Uh, Baz, your 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 gaming memory, your game, your best gaming memory. I'll give a quick Pez one first, and then I'll I'll probably get into my most memorable gaming memory. Uh, which is what you asked, obviously. But I think the the intro for this podcast obviously tells the, its own tale because I think Pez 3's intro and Pez 3, when I first actually sat down and played that, I was kind of good at the game. I was at the right age to learn it. It was it was the first kind of Pez game that I really excelled at in school with the lads and beating them and slagging them and stuff like that. So that is probably my most memorable Pez game. Um, and there's too many memories to kind of go into it with that, with certain matches and whatever, but... I think my my most memorable game when I actually sit down and think about it is probably Resident Evil 2. Crunched <laughs> over or hunched over 
a small little 14 inch CRT TV tiny little TV me my brother and my two other cousins and the four of us just sitting down and in the old resi 2 where you go in to the two way mirror interrogation room and you collect the item and the liquor jumps out at you and I remember literally like three of us falling off the stools that we were sitting on so that's probably my most like my earliest game memory but there's there's loads I have loads of, of, of different ones but that's one that I always think back and laugh um, Crash Bandicoot often comes up as well um, Final Fantasy 7 is a huge one I remember the, watching that as well but yeah, we might do a podcast again talking about our favourite game of memories and go down memory lane. But for that, I'm going to stick to Resi 2 because that is, even though it's not my favourite game ever, um, maybe the introduction to Metal Gear Solid would be up there as well. But I'll stick with Resi 2 for now. So my my uh, my one, because I just wanted to get this nostalgic story out. So my, uh, what, I can remember what birthday it was. But granted, it didn't matter. So I am quite young at the time. And uh, I was given... Or should I say, I, my my present or my surprise present was given to me was uh, was an N sixty four. It was the first proper games console I ever owned, and it it contained GoldenEye oh, with the golden yeah. pad. Now we're talking. Had, had the golden pad as well, so I had the golden three pronged controller, Fuck. and I was blown away by. But not just GoldenEye. That 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 again to kind of use his max one. It's a leading. Yeah. It's a leading. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's that... so many games you could. Yeah. Yeah. So the leading for the game that I would want was the first time I stuck on Legend of Zelda. Oh yeah. Of time. Oh yeah. When I put that game in and I saw the music. Oh. Ah, oh, it's 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 the Antonio Banderas like gif where you just kind of like rock back on the chair and he's just like yeah this is brilliant yeah honestly it, that game I could play I I I could and play to death. I think I wore out the cartridge at one point, <laughs> and then and then and then and then I had to then go and fight the boss on Lilac Wars, um, which which is actually the the European name yeah. for uh, Star Fox. Mm. Um, that was good to see a, a magical giant floating head with two massive hands try and kill you. Oh, Great, probably, yeah. but that that console or will always stick in my memory as a as a console. Yeah, it was just, yeah. but, and like you said, there's so many games that you could go there. Um, definitely. Oh, yeah, Pokemon Stadium, F Zero X, Pokemon Snap, uh, that was unreal. Uh, WWF, Super Smash Brothers, WWF, oh, Mercy. No Mercy, No oh. Mercy, yeah, that was the that was the Thunder, like... not Thunder, World Tour, WCW vs NWO yeah. Thunder. Yeah, you know you had the no 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 it wasn't Thunder yet. WCW revenge, and... yeah, that's revenge, it. Yeah. revenge. But like you said, that N sixty four console then bred so many games that we know of today. Like it started off the WWF series. It certainly had a helping hand in, in football games. Obviously, we had International Start Soccer, ISS and we had 19, you know yeah. we had FIFA '99. I remember vividly with Dennis Burkamp on the front. Mm. You know, it, it spawned so many games that we we see today: Smash Brothers, Zelda. Yeah. All these games had lineage from that console. Yeah, um, Mario yeah. Kart was massive on that. Mar- as well. Mario Kart Super was Smash, brilliant. You know, Diddy Kong Racing. Yeah, get me get me a Diddy Kong Racing remake. Yeah. You know, you're going through all these remakes of games. Go get me a Diddy Kong Racing for for a Switch. There you go, job done. That would be that'll nice. Say, that'll save you some games. Crash Team <laughs> Racing is out now, isn't it? Uh, no, it's coming June. out in June. Oh, yeah. June is it? I think it's the twenty first. We'll be we'll be fact checked in the comments. I know we will. Yeah, <laughs> obviously. Right, but yeah, yeah. Just like, earliest memory for me, just to throw in there, and this is going to show my age. Commodore sixty four, Mike Reed's pop quiz. Got Jeez, that's going back now. Mike Mike Reed. The fact that you're yeah. mentioning Mike Reed on a He's podcast in 2019. Teacher. That is incredible. And I remember the day 
it did not load up and I was raging. <laughs> Six or five, maybe four. It was like it was like a hand me down. This was when the SNES was out, but somebody gave us an N sixty four. It was like, oh nobody plays this anymore. So I got an N sixty not an N sixty four, Commodore sixty four. Yeah, we had one as well actually. And you had the tape and, and the it Atari. Never loaded up. Remember Atari? Atari. do you ever have an Atari, no? Atari and I remember I think we went to like sort of like a brick and brack sale and somebody was selling it for like a pound. And I was like seven. I begged my I was like, please can we get this? Please can we get this? I was fed up with playing with my stupid tapes, trying to get the tape to work. Yeah. Oh, and oh, then we, we got memories. the Atari, we took, brought it home, we had everything, and then it just blew up as soon as I turned it on. I was like, never again. <laughs> <laughs> Probably a bad we, idea. We, I was going to say, we need Shales for this retro stuff. I know I've, I've name checked him twice, <laughs> but we need Shales for this retro stuff. Back. Yeah, he'd have a lot of memories as well. Ah, oh, bit, mostly Pez, though. I'd say his older stuff. Although he's he's a big gamer, and well, he used to be a big gamer before the dreaded responsibility responsibilities. Yeah, responsibilities. Came. Yeah, that's so yeah. funny. In the last podcast. Responsibilities will catch us all. It yeah, they definitely the do. It, it will catch us oh, all. Responsibilities. <laughs> I have so many. You're our enemy. <laughs> well, we we appreciate your time tonight, Max. We appreciate you uh, coming on the podcast. I mean, I know you have a, a massively busy schedule. That's not even sarcasm. I know genuinely yeah, it's quite hard pressed to get you some time, but uh, so, man, appreciate really appreciate it. you coming on tonight. And uh, and Baz, of course, as always, it, it, you know, it, it was a pain to have you on. Um, <laughs> Tonight's probably <laughs> the quietest I've ever been on a podcast. Yeah, no, to be fair, that is. I'm just sipping um, my peppermint tea here. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Hashtag ad peppermint yeah, tea. V- very very middle class of you. <laughs> With my pinky pinky and ear. Oh yeah. Yeah, you'll be you'll be you'll be British before you know it. <laughs> uh, right then, guys, I will uh, I'll wrap this up unceremoniously. It's it's goodbye from Max. Goodbye. It's goodbye from Barry. Good luck. And it's goodbye from myself, Weather, and we will see you next week for episode eight. Take care, guys. Peace see you. Out. Good luck. All right.